your girl Tanya and Damar and we are the Zenials. Well, welcome back guys. Guys and girls. I always say guys, it's just the natural thing that I always say. Just everyone. Everyone involved. Yes, everyone. Um, yeah, how are you today? I'm good. Busy day. Mm. But, you know, I'm excited. Oh my like, god. So I was just telling Damar like literally like a split <laughs> second ago. Oh my god, if anyone watches Big Mouth on Netflix, the new season's come out and I am buzzing so excited i love that show it makes me feel like an adult kid i love it so much it's just so like it's not cheesy what is the word for it how do you describe it it's, it's just like, like i honestly this might it might sound like not controversial but like what simpsons family guy all that stuff are doing is what big mouth like i don't know how to explain mm. it like like i get no so it's kind of like simpsons family guy american dad are kind of like on the nose where it's still kind of family friendly but there is like odd adult themes in it but big mouth is like it is literally for adults but there's still that childlike essence i just in love it, it i think so it's more because it's animated but it's just just jokes i love that show i just love how all the characters match how the actual the is that the voice yeah, the yeah, voice yeah, of the yeah. character in yeah. it is like looks like their character, their cartoon version, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's great. Oh my gosh! Okay. And oh. another one. So me and Demar are like obsessed, like literally obsessed with series. Love it. Tell them, Demar. Tell them. Blood and Water season three is coming back. I'm sorry if you guys have not seen this. What have you been doing? You've been living under a rock. I love that show so much. It's just so good. Isn't it? First of all, I have to say that South African shows in general are just really good. I've watched a few and they're so good. Why is everybody so beautiful on that show? I actually don't understand. Every single character, I'm like, they're so good looking. It's the cheekbones, the smooth skin, the oh. different hairstyles, the outfits. And then I love how they like talk in English and they switch, they like switch different language and then go back yeah, into English like yeah. continuously. I just I love, love it. Yeah, I love that. Um, me and Damar literally watch this show like together. Yeah. Like did. I <laughs> did did we both take a sick day? Yeah, we did. Actually no, it was my day off. I took a sick day. Yeah, but you actually weren't well that day. No, I wasn't. I was okay. Oh okay. uh, well we took that <laughs> day. We got off, snacks yeah. and we like we, we, we watched the whole season together. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. We had a ball. Oh my god, joke. and the Savage X Fenty show's coming up like Yes. It's is that like next soon? week? I think it's up. I is it eleventh of November? I feel like it's eleventh or the nineteenth. It's one of the two dates. I can't remember exactly. Even that, I'm like ecstatic for. I love watching them. They're just like it's literally like fashion show musicals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the perfect way to describe it. That's literally it. what it is, and we love Rihanna anyway over here. So yes, anything do. she does, we're all just like yeah. And have you seen like her new song? I know she sounds so mature on it like you know yeah. they say like when you have a baby your voice drops and like i think that's what's kind of happened her voice has gotten a lot more like richer mm. and deeper um which i think is lovely but yeah i can't wait until she brings out music because you know we missed her we girl miss you, we miss bad you. girl Riri, we need a whole album we need it we need an error come on honestly we're so used to her like because we had it for so long like every album was a different era it was a different version of her we didn't know what kind of sound we were gonna get and then we just had like a huge we have a huge gap it's like 12 is it 11 years now i think it's like 11 no years. six years last album was anti yeah six years ago no that came out in 2011 
No. It came out in 2011. It came out in 2015. It did not. And when you go to check after this, we're going to be sadly disappointed. No, do you know what? I'm going to type it now. Go on. I'm, go on, I'm, I'm, I'm so sure. I think it's 2000. I'm putting 2015. It's, you? It's not. It's 2011. I know this because I literally listened to Auntie like the other day. Okay, album. <laughs> She's really going to check. This is too much. <laughs> See, I told you. I know my stuff. You're wrong. What? what okay, what year is it then? January 2016. What? Um, Auntie, really? <laughs> why did yeah. I think, why did I think it was 2011? Do you know why? Because I went to a concert and I think I was in, it was like the end of first year. Oh, well, that's And I started uni time. in 2015. Do you know that was my first ever concert? Really? Mine was, mine was Alicia Keys. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a very good one. She was great. She was a lot of fun. Yeah. But She's very talented. And beautiful on top of it. Oh, it's too many, too many beautiful, <laughs> talented people out there. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of this, we well, are we're we're feeling quite nostalgic. Yeah, today I don't know why. <laughs> we just are. So we wanted to kind of like, I guess, reflect on that went back the last 10 years it sounds really scary saying that like mm. 15 us oh my God. and then like us 15 now year old time you're in Demar. i know like i was actually gonna ask you like maybe it's a bit early to say but like do you know what you would say to your 15 year old self baby girl it's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. No, 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 sorry, sorry. I was, th- I was thinking of a meme, but I didn't execute it well. Um, no, I think I'd just say to myself, like, I think be confident, trust your source. Yeah. Um, don't try and fit in. Like, being unique is a very, very attractive quality about you, and you should be proud of it. Oh, that's lovely. That's yeah. so oh, adorable. Why am I gonna cry? Oh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Why am I like this? But, what about you? Yeah. Um, I think I would tell my younger self, um, again, like, everything is going to be okay. Um, talk. Talk more. Like, talk more about how you feel, your feelings. Do not internalise everything. You don't have to be the strongest one all the time. Like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, and trust yourself more. Mm. Let yourself... Um, feel free and stop overthinking every little tiny thing because it's not going to do you any it's not do you any good at all yeah. so oh i love just, that yeah. i feel like 15 year old me was very very insecure well yeah. De- well demar's known me since back then yeah i was very insecure mm-hmm. in pretty much like every aspect of my life like yeah. appearance um like what grades I was reaching in school, mm. um, like literally everything. I felt very insecure within myself. It's a it's a difficult time. Um, I think fifteen, that age. It's very like, overwhelming that age. I feel like by then you're like kind of we just. I think I've just you're doing your GCC. Yeah. You have to think of A levels. Think what you want to do for uni, and it's like all of that's going on. Yeah. And then you're kind of just growing up. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just solidifying some of your friendship groups. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of got that awkward stage where, like, 
you're going up, so you, you kind of want to be attractive, but you've not hit your glow up just yet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I felt like my glow up was not there at that age. I get you. I, I so it's just there's that. a lot going. Yeah. There's a lot going on at that age. I feel like I was the same. I was really, really insecure. But I think I'm really good at pretending that I'm not insecure, if that mm. makes sense. Like, I, I'm really good at putting this front up that I'm... I'm not say confident, but like I guess I like to lead with me being like goofy and stuff like that because it's it's a safe place for me to be that way. Yeah. But really, when I'm like laughing and joking, I'm really like crying inside. Because <laughs> oh. I'm like it's easy for me to be that way, but to see to 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 see the more vulnerable side of me, people don't get to see that often, and like a lot of people don't realize I'm actually a very awkward and shy person. But I don't show, like, people won't think that because I'm not always acting that way. Yeah, you but keep I, different persona. Yeah, almost. but I think also I'm, I can, I can, I'm not like that when I'm around people I'm comfortable with. Mm. So I've just been really clever and made myself be around people I'm comfortable with so that yeah. you don't have to see that side. But you can, if you put me somewhere and, like, didn't tell me you were, like, watching me you would be able to see that I'm like, actually put you in a room with like a bunch, bunch of strangers we're talking like 10 different like strangers yeah. in a room let's yeah. say yeah yeah definitely you like, feel like it'd be really awkward su- super awkward even like just interacting with people I find that really difficult with people I don't know mm. I feel like I have like I'm not gonna have anything good to say or they're not gonna find me interesting so I kind of like I'm really really quiet and a lot of people do not, they don't get to see that side of me. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, it's very much a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's very much a thing. I'm trying to think, yeah. like, what I'd be like if I was put in a group full of strangers. I feel like I can talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my, I think it's my okay. pro, it's like a pro and a con. I feel I like th- I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you're good at that, though. You're good at, like, interacting with people and stuff. So I feel like you'd be fine. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I give up the impression that I'm fine, but I think inside I'm like, I am over analyzing, thinking, okay, like, yeah. don't say this, don't say that. Um, yeah. Watch how you're like sipping that tea, like you know. Mm. I'm saying it in my head, but you probably won't. Yeah. From an outside perspective, you probably would never. Yeah. Sense that, like for example, even at work, I say all like I don't say all times. I say it's like people I'm close to, like. It could be super stressful, super busy. Yeah. Inside, I'm like breaking down. <laughs> I am breaking down. But people around me would never know because I give off like a very like cool, yeah. chilled vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's yeah. I think it's it's difficult. Like, but then I kind of think to myself, like, if I wasn't like that, then I wouldn't know all the lessons that I know now. Like, if yeah, I couldn't reflect back and be like, yeah, Damar, like you really. And I think it's things I still struggle with now. Like, it's nowhere near, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, fixed and everything. Yeah. Like, I still I still have those moments, and I still, like, I say I sometimes revert back to that 15-year-old me, mm. and it's kind of like, you're not there anymore. You have to remind yourself you're not there anymore. But it can be difficult. But um, I feel like it's because people feel like when you're 25, like, you're meant to have, like, your shit together. Yeah. Whereas, like... In like realistically, twenty five is still very, very young. I still, I still think twenty five is really young. It is, it like is. you still got plenty of time to like, yeah, work stuff out. Like people are so set that like, your career path should be all mapped up by twenty five. Yeah, and it's like, 
you've only graduated when you're like 21, 22. Yeah. You've only given yourself a space of like two, three years to like find your career path. Yeah. And that's not always going to be the case for everyone. Yeah. Um, and obviously not comparing yourself to other people's like timelines. Like I, I really do believe everyone's got their own path. What do they say? Isn't comparison is the thief of joy or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I generally do believe in. But it's hard because it's like... <laughs> we, we as humans contradict ourselves all the time because we'll say, you know, don't compare yourself to other people. But we seek validation from other people. Like, it's a thing. Like, you want to be appreciated. You want to be admired. You you want people to think that what you're doing is good. But also, on the other hand, you don't want to care as well. So it's trying to find the balance between the two. And that's really difficult. And I think you're just, your whole life, you're trying to, I guess, figure that out. Yeah, I do feel like it's also because of social media. I know, yeah. like, I sound like a mum here, but, like, I do feel <laughs> like, I do feel like social media is, like, a major contribution. Yeah. Like, for Instagram, like, I don't know about you, but I used to really, like, care about the number of likes you used to get on a post. Like, like for me, like, if I didn't get over, like, 100 or something, mm. I'd be, like oh, like, why not put that picture? Like, the picture's clearly not good enough. Yeah. And I'd, like, actually start to, like, kind of, like, look at that picture and, like, self-critique all the things that you don't like about that picture in the end. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, even... Okay, talking about social media, Snapchat. Mm. Snapchat came out in, like, what, 2011? I think so, yeah. So that would have been about 10 years ago, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. When So, like, we would have, like... I think we were, like... We must have been like 14, 15 when Snapchat came out. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember like you're actually, I'm, well, I'm speaking for me. <laughs> I remember you used to snap like everything. I wasn't really like that. Oh gosh. Like on in first year of uni, like all the nights out. Ooh. I mean, yeah, but like not all the time. But I think because I've never been a person that's like extremely active on social media. Mm-hmm. But that's more of a, again, that's more of an insecurity thing. That's more of like, nobody's really interested in what i'm doing so why am i putting that up mm. and also because it's that whole like you do put something up and then if people don't like it or not enough like people like it that mm. will send me into overdrive <laughs> but it's so bad because like half the people you follow or follow you or follow you back or whatever yeah like i, I can generally say like a good like 70 percent probably don't give a shit what i'm doing yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so why you've validating how you feel based on like a group of people that actually don't give that much of a shit about you in the first place because we're not taught we're not taught enough to validate ourselves Mm. and if you don't if you on if you don't live in an environment where you've been taught that you are constantly going to seek that from other people all the time and as teenagers um yes like you know growing up that is something your parents should should be doing to you but also in schools it's not taught in schools either Mm -mm. in schools it's constantly a competition it's constantly who is the best who's going to be this it's never and they never really teach you how to deal with the failure and how to work through the failure it's it's like okay you didn't do well on that test but it's never kind of like i don't know it kind of always feels you just got to focus on how you're going to get better and better, but never, like, acknowledging the failure and being like, it's okay, like, you failed, that kind of thing. And I think the school we went to was so driven by academics. And 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 a lot about looks. 
Yeah. Because you think about Leave Assembly, like we have, oh, let's like not guys, even. we had awards for like who has the best eyes. Like how fucking shallow is that? <laughs> that is the that is such a shallow thing to like go to ruin all these people's self esteem. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, fair like fair enough. Like what? Okay, whatever. But I'm just like that is yeah, and I remember so shallow. I remember thinking I was like, oh my god, this is like, it made me feel so shit. I was like, oh, I didn't even get nominated for anything. Yeah, and I was just I like, can't remember, I can't even remember if I was nominated or not. And I was like, I can't. Um, I think my friend put me down for a category, but like it wasn't even. I wouldn't even have got enough votes for it to even be put I on. I feel like it was eyes, you know. Demars yeah, has got like be- beautiful eyes. She's got like <sighs> these hazel, like greeny <laughs> eyes. So dreamy. Um, but yeah, like I kind of, yeah. I, I mean, it really did get to me. But again, I'm that person. I will have a poker face. I will pretend like it does not affect mm. me. But really, deep down, I'm just like <laughs> kind of like. Um, but when you look back at it, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like, this is a small portion of people who only have a certain, I guess, beauty standard that they are looking towards. So anybody else doesn't fit that. Obviously, they're not going to vote for you. Mm. But, like, there's so many people out in the world that will find you attractive. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I mean? But in school, it feels like it's your whole world. That's yeah, all, it does. That's as best as it's going to get. Because you do spend majority of your time at school. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. And like you fundamentally make your friends through school. Yeah. You know, so it does feel like your whole world almost. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, even like the whole, oh my God, I had like something in my head and I completely forgot. <laughs> Damn. It was like in my head it felt, oh. I hate when that happens. That is, I've gone blank. Oh no. Do you know like in Simpson when like that monkey with like the, um, <laughs> What's that, cl- like, the symbols, like, clashing? Yeah, yeah. That is what I feel like right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said beauty standards. Oh, yes, oh, it came back to me. You got it. You got it. <laughs> um, I feel like at that the age, when we were 15, so, like, 10 years ago, yeah. the beauty standard was very, very, very different to now. Yeah. The beauty standard was having straight hair. That was, like, a big yeah. beauty standard. Mm-hmm. Being fair-skinned being really slim yeah you know that was very much mm-hmm. of the beauty standard so yeah. i used to like beg so i've got really like mm-hmm. i don't know what type of hair you'd even call it like curly you got curly hair curly hair and um yeah i'll beg my mum to pay like stupid money to get my hair like permanently straightened. straightened yeah so i used to get like my hair like relaxed and texturized so mm-hmm. and i was at a young age putting like tons of chemicals in my hair yeah just to be somewhat yeah accepted in society's like yeah. beauty norms and whatever um but obviously now it's now it's changed yeah now it's quite a, lot a bit it's taken me ages for, like to yeah. accept like mm-hmm. like my parents and be confident yeah and if someone doesn't find me beautiful like that's actually their l <laughs> like not mine yeah. um no i i can definitely relate to that i definitely that is when I think it was actually year nine when I started straightening my hair, because up until that point I used to um, have braids or like not braids as in like extensions, like my just my natural hair would be braided all the time, and I didn't have a problem with it until I got into year nine when I just started to feel like mm, 
you know, you just don't feel attractive. Mm, so yeah. I was like to my mum, oh, I'm going to take over looking after my hair. I don't even know why, who I think I am, because I'm a big girl, but mm. I'm not. And I was like, I'm going to straighten my hair. And I have really thick hair. So I was doing that all the time. Like I was straightening my hair every week, washing it every week, straightening it, straightening it, straightening it. And oh my gosh, because you have to like blow dry straight in then. Yeah. Because even when I got it like relaxed or texturized, even when I used to wash it, it would still be like little like yeah. curls. So you have to like wash, blow yeah. dry, straighten. Oof. And um, I just did it because I thought, and I remember, I'll never forget the first time I straightened it. And I remember I went into school and everybody was like, oh my gosh, your hair's so nice. Or, oh my gosh, your hair's so long. And I was like, this is what it feels like. So like, imagine not receiving any attention all of a sudden now you've changed your appearance it's like oh wow people do like me which is so sad to see that people couldn't accept me for what i looked like before but now because my hair is straight people are like ooh, you know Mm. and um, that kind of messes with your head a bit because you think that okay i have to have my hair straight to be attractive and it's not i never really i i was lucky enough to have family members who did teach me about my hair and to be confident in my hair but I think just because I wasn't confident in myself it didn't mm. really go into my brain yeah so I, I felt just... like I can absolutely relate I think I was basically like exactly yeah. the same as you yeah like I had it straightened all the way up until I think I think I was only in sixth form mm. I did like a massive well, I didn't do the chop. I went to I had a traumatic salon experience, but we <laughs> we're not gonna go into that because that was traumatic. Um, and I literally like basically cut like basically cut it all off and like started again, but with like my curly hair. Yeah. But it took a while to like get to that point where I actually want to have my natural hair out and I actually really like it curly because I think it actually suits me. Mm. To be honest, I think I only got I only got to that stage. I want to say the last year of uni. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Because before that, I was still straightening it. I still... I think mine might have been like... Because first year of uni, I was straightening it on and off. Mm-hmm. And then in second year... I don't know if because I had a boyfriend at the time. Mm. I got that constant validation from him. Yeah. Of having my hair like naturally curly. Yeah. But I think it was more like... I don't know. I feel like at uni, with my hair curly, I got a lot of more attention for some reason mine was the opposite mine was the opposite i feel like i feel like nottingham's quite diverse though oh i mean <laughs> i went to a I diverse d- uni i just think um i think it's because i know it's, it's gonna sound weird but i think i mean people always think that i'm mixed race anyway just because i am light-skinned but i'm not my parents are both black but when i wear when my hair's curly i think they can tell that i'm black when i have my hair straight they think i'm mixed so it's it's you know that beauty standard oh. so people assume i don't know it's just i've seen the difference how people treat you if you have your hair straight and you have your hair curly yeah. now i don't really care because i i like my hair curly and actually prefer it curly than i do straight because one i really don't have the time to be doing this all the time mm. uh, <laughs> do you know what i only straighten it like if I'm bored of my hair and I just want like a little, yeah, same. Do you just bring out a little ego, like different, like <laughs> sometimes I'm just like I want a really nice high ponytail that's straight. But you know what I mean, like yeah. It's just... But you know what I can't like that. Every time I go for like a little, 
a mental breakdown moment. Is that when you decide? Yeah. <laughs> and just to be just to be honest, there hasn't been many guys. I'm doing okay. relatively well. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going for like a midlife crisis, I'm like, I'll just straighten my hair. Yeah. Like I think for my 25th birthday, I think I was panicking. <laughs> I was actually panicking. Guys, about turning 25, I had this like massive like hit of realization. Like, really. Yeah, I think like the night before my birthday, I was crying. I was like, oh my God, like, oh, I don't no. know. I was just thinking I was going through and I, like, I was just thinking, oh my God, like, what have I actually achieved? Like, I'm still living at home. Yeah. I'm still like, haven't moved into like the, the exact career position job I want to be in. I'm not earning this amount I thought I'd be earning by 25. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, like, I don't have my Audi car that I wanted to have by the age of 25. But you put a lot of, like, I think... I feel like we put a lot of pressure on that age, 25. Yeah. And I feel like younger you thought, by 25, I'm going to be married, Absolutely. have a kid. Yeah. Like, be, yeah, married, kids, a house. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now I'm just like, Ooh. Like, kids. I'm like, kids. Ew. I'm like, I said this was happening. I changed my percentage. I'm like, yeah, 60, every... 40, 70, 30. What are, you, what are you this week? I'm still 70, 30. So, mm. Mm. See, that means that 70% you don't. Yeah, thirty percent. Yeah, and it's not because I don't think I'm gonna. It's not because I don't like kids. I do like kids. Not because I don't think I'm gonna be a good mum. I actually think I'll be a a, a really good mum. I feel yeah. like I have really good maternal instincts. It's not that. Just a lot comes with being a mum, and I just don't know if I'm actually mentally prepared, mm. physically prepared, and emotionally prepared to have a child. Yeah, me and Demar talked about this like a while ago. Yeah about I felt like if I'm gonna have kids I have to be very like mentally and emotionally Yeah. You have to be mentally, emotionally and financially stable yeah. to bring a child into this world. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of <laughs> I don't wanna like generalise, but I feel like good people that things. have that like lots of like I don't say problems, that's not the right word. I mean what mental health issues? Yeah, mental health issues yeah. and stuff. I feel like it's mainly because the parent hasn't sorted out their own and it's kind of the parents' insecurities projected onto the child, yeah. um, and then that child's kind of grown up with, with that, that projection, yeah. like subconsciously. Um, See, so yeah, I feel like it's, it's it's really important to be like, for me, yeah. have to be stable and all. Like, I could have a kid now, so I do feel like <laughs> I could. <laughs> you could have a kid now. I think. I I think. Oh God! God forbid! God no! <laughs> not now! I feel like if. <laughs> Sorry, not you hesitating. You're like, I, 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 I don't. Uh, uh. Do you know? What, do you know what it is? I've just seen like two kids. No, you like the idea of a child. No, not actually I had having a child. Honestly, every time Demar sees me, like my baby fever like scale she is. That's the idea of a child. Oh my god! But I saw these two babies and my my ovaries <laughs> literally bursted. I just looked at them. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't no. wait to have kids. I mean, I get sometimes I see kids. I know I follow um, what's her name, Malika. She's like Chloe's best friend or something from the Kardashians. She has Aye. a little, she has a little boy. I swear to you, that's the most wholesome content ever. She like talks to him when she's doing his hair in the morning, and I just think to myself, oh my god, that would be me if I had a little boy. Like I'd be talking oh, to him, so doing cute. words of affirmation in the morning, doing his hair, all that kind of. T- but then I just take myself out of it, and I'd be like, girl, you're not ready. Like. <laughs> Like a reality stop. check. Yeah, a reality check. And I think also with 25, people like try to be like, oh, 
your five years to 30, you know, your clock and stuff. I'll be like, bro, there's people having babies like 36, 34, whatever. Like you still like, have I know, time. I know a lot of people that had kids that like, in their late 30s, close to 40. Yeah. And I think things are changing. And if you're healthy and you're looking after your body and you're getting checks and stuff, and there's so many different options now. Granted, some of them are really expensive, but there is so much more now than there was before that people don't feel the pressure. Um, and kids are expensive. Can we just talk about that? How expensive they are. They're and people have really... more than one. Multiple kids. <laughs> like, you actually deepen it. It's like a long life like thing like you don't it's even like a get mortgage to, but on a person yeah but the mortgage oh that sounds so mean <laughs> oh my god i did not mean for it to come out that brutal but you but you know what i mean it is no. like it is but to be it's constant money coming out of your account for this human being yeah and like everything is for that human being and the level of anxiety you'll have knowing that you have this human being to look after is wild to me. I was like, do I not deal with enough anxiety as my by myself to then have now another set of anxiety for another human? Like, yeah, it's, it's mad. Like, every time they leave the house, how am I going to function? How am I going to function? When I drop them off to the nursery, how am I going to function and they're going to be okay? They're, they're going to cry. Nothing's going to happen to them. And I don't know how people yeah. do it. People just say, like, they just do. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. Because at the moment, I feel like like being pregnant is a trend at the moment is it yeah not a trend that i've been following uh, i feel like i feel like a lot of celebs are getting pregnant and a lot of like like youtubers and stuff are getting pregnant maybe maybe i'm quoting it all wrong i don't know i don't know that's that's what i thought but yeah um that's a big 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 commitment yeah. and you remember all these like celebrities they've got nannies that's true. They've got nannies. They've got chefs. Yeah. They're financially stable. Honey, mm-hmm. you can barely cook your dinner every day. <laughs> exactly. So don't. Pot noodles in that. <laughs> Listen, don't just pot noodles. <laughs> that was my whole uni upbringing. No. Oh, oh I love the pot noodle after a night out. No, I wasn't that person. I just used to just go to bed and then eat a really, really junky food in the morning to soak up all Ooh. that alcohol. Do you know what? We used to have this really dirty kebab place, like, like outside the club. Mm, we had a I burger place. Oh, see, I don't know how I didn't get ill because that place was dirty. Surely. I tried to have one like sober, and it was the most disgusting thing ever. And I was like, no. Nah, it, I have to only have this when like, I'm drunk. But you have to be drunk to eat it. Otherwise, like, it does not take with the burger just, sauce. Otherwise, yeah, it doesn't slap the same. I was like, same. wait, what is this? What am I actually eating? Like, but like when you're drunk, it's like the best thing in oh the world. Oh my god, that kebab! Like, you know, all the sauce dripping down your mouth. Like, oh mm. god. Yeah. Oh gosh. Look at us talking about food again. My bad. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say right. I wonder if like other people feel this as well. Yeah. But I was gonna briefly touch on like imposter syndrome. Yeah. I feel like a lot of. I think it's more common than we think. Mm. But obviously, you're not. You're unlikely to discuss it, right? It's because. Yeah, I think people don't really. Yeah, but just to give you like, if you guys aren't aware of like what it is or anything, mm-hmm. but the way I think to describe it is like. You kind of doubt like your skills, your talents, or like any accomplishments yeah. that you have. Mm-hmm. You basically self doubt yourself on those. Yeah. Um, but I did a bit of research. <laughs> you know me. It's a fact queen. I told you. Yes, you know. <laughs> I basically found out there's five types of imposter syndrome. Okay. So I was thinking it'll be. It's actually it's, it's not fun because it's, it's imposter syndrome, <laughs> but I thought it'd be nice to kind. 
No. My choice of words are wrong today. You're saying nice. You're trying to make it just... <laughs> Basically, we're going to try and find out which one like relates like any... to both of us. Which one are you? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um... <laughs> Sorry guys, we're not actually making a joke at people. No, but I made that up on the spot. Oh, did it? Sorry, I get nervous when I get I know I laugh when I'm a bit awkward. It's, nah, it's I, getting awkward. Yeah, now. don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the five types. We've got perfectionist. Okay. Um a natural genius. Right. Um so I think it's called Oh my god, I actually can't read. Is it rugged? But basically it's where you feel like you have to do everything yourself and you kind of struggle to reach out to ask for like assistance or help from other people i think another word for that is hyper independent i saw that the other day Mm. and i was like look at me getting up on my all those big words words." (laughs) (laughs) and then the fourth one was like an expert okay um i think that's self-explanatory right yeah um and then superhero so that one's like you kind of set super high expectations yeah. That are kind of close to unreachable, but you set those really high ones. Yeah. So which one do you feel like you fall under? I'm, also, I'm three of them. <laughs> Can I guess which one? Go on. I was going to guess perfectionist. Yep. Um, hence why we're in the studio recording this, because <laughs> we love crisp sound quality. <laughs> um, I was going to also say the one where you struggle, the one that you feel like you have to do everything yourself. Yeah. That is... I feel like that's you. To the T. And I feel like superhero. I yeah. feel like you set really high expectations for yourself that too. Is, you're bang on. Look how much you know me. I oh know you God. too well. So good. Ten, ten, eleven years of friendship here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am all those three. And that is something that I am constantly working on. Mm. Because it is something that I struggle with a lot. I just have this... Um, I told you before that I actually went to see a... Um, fortune teller not for, no I'm, just, I'm lying what is wrong with me today why are you Speaking lying of, i'm lying not a fortune teller like why are you my... always lying <laughs> why you always lying oh my god stop fucking lying oh my god that oh was god. oh i actually love that meme it's the way he gets his like <laughs> leg up on like the store <laughs> oh my god do you know for halloween we should dress up like that for halloween Oh, oh guys. let's not even get into that. We'll get into that later or yeah. another time. Oh my um, gosh. Sorry. What was I saying? Yeah. Sidetrack moment. Sorry. I was like, yeah, I am all those three. Mm. And yeah, it's something I'm definitely working on because, yeah, I have this. So I went to go to see a tarot card reader and she said to me that you have a lot of drive, but it is your drive that will um, stop you from being content in mm. life, which I agree that I have this, I, I sometimes think I can be a bit insatiable. I am never satisfied with anything that I'm doing. It's very much, I can do better. That's not good enough. Um, you know, this is not, and it's, it's that whole perfectionist thing and trying to be perfect, which is ridiculous because humans are not perfect. I will never be perfect. But it's a mindset that I've developed from a young age. So I'm now doing the work to try and unlearn it and be like, it's okay if it's not perfect. Mm. Um, but also on the other end that side of me is the reason why I'm such a hard worker and the reason why anything that I put my mind to and I I put out it is of the best quality because I have that it's like no do it again do it again do it again it's it's I, I have that in me but that that's helped me that's helped me in my life because I know that 
the one thing you'll say to me is that I'm not going to put anything out that's shabby. Like, I'm, it's going to be quality. You She's, know? like, that is Jamal's <laughs> brand. That is your brand. It's not going to be half-assed with me. You're not going to get half a job from me. I'm going to put 110% in everything that I do, even if it's something I don't want to do. Because that's just how I am, and that's how I like to represent myself to people and to the world. But again, like I say, it's a double-edged sword because then... You know. I feel like it has its pros and cons. Yeah. Sure. I don't know what I am, actually. I feel like you're a perfectionist. I think... Um, oh, God, I'm going to have to go over them again. I've got perfectionist, natural genius. What's the natural genius? Is this someone... What is that one? It's kind of like you feel like you have to know everything. Maybe that's a bit of you, a little bit. That is me. I feel like I always want to be seen as, like, a smart person. When, and then I always... Yeah. I always say, like, oh, but I'm actually not that smart. Whereas, like, yeah. I have to remember, like, okay, for the course I did, I went to, like, yeah. one of the best unis. I think you And, like, I, I really yeah. underplay, like, my academic achievements, like, big time. Yeah. Like, big time. I um, think, yeah, I think you're those two. Maybe a little bit a of superhero. superhero. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Anyone knows me? Ooh, I set these outrageously ridiculous to-do lists. Yeah. And there's... Sometimes I set them. <laughs> there is not. There's not many. There's th- there's not enough hours in the day to, to complete them. them. Yeah. But I'm so adamant to like. Yeah. Do it, mm-hmm. and then I'll go to bed upset because I haven't completed that to do list. That was an unrealistic yeah. to do list. Um, but I feel like it means that I'm more. Um, I get a lot more stuff done. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But I feel like the negative thing to that is that I feel like I burn out super 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 quick. Yeah. Um, so I've been kind of, I think we'll talk about this in another podcast, like self-care and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of learned to take a day. Right, yeah. Like I try and take a day like every week or every two weeks to do literally nothing. Yeah. Not to think, not to do errands, yeah. not to like cook or do anything. Literally just do whatever I want to do on that day. Yeah. And just not. And you think. know what? It's, it's also a control thing. Mm. You know, there is power in control. There's there's power in being able to know everything, do everything, that kind of thing. But realistically, you can't always be like that all the time. Mm. And it's not healthy either. Yeah. You know, like, it's okay if things don't go well. It's okay if you can't do that. But when you, I guess, depending on how you grew up or what you've experienced in life, it can be really hard to unlearn that. But if you want to change, you will change. Like, that's always my thing is, like, it's never too late. It might be really hard. You you may be a 90-year-old person and you're stuck in your ways, but you might wake up one day and be like, I really don't want to be this anymore. If you really want to do it and you want to change, you can do it. It's hard, but it's not impossible. And if it's not impossible, I don't see why... Yeah, I feel like if you if you really believe in yourself, I feel like you can easily change. Yeah. If it's something you want to do and, and you really believe you can do it, I feel like you will see that. Yeah. So change. it's just putting in the work. Yeah. Um, um I was gonna also say, compared to like fifteen year old me, mm. I feel like I'm very, very um I feel like it's safe for both of us. Yeah. We're both very like self aware and self reflective people. Yeah. Um I don't know. I feel like I've always been yeah, that. Same. I feel like even 50 on me, it was kind of there, but I didn't really like yeah. go into it in as much depth. Mm-hmm. But as I've got older, especially I say definitely in the last like, I want to say three, four years, I'm very self-aware of like yeah. 
how I present myself, like why why I do like why I respond to certain things, like what's what's triggered me to like respond to someone in a certain way. Yeah. Um yeah, like it's just small things I've can picked up on. Mm-hmm. Um I've also have gone to therapy, which has also like helped me to kind of pin to it. Clap for therapy. Yeah. I'm just saying like if because you can literally go, Yeah. It's changed my life and it's such a cliche thing to say. I know, because literally I started going and then, like, I think I feel like I picked up. I think we went for dinner or something one day. Yeah. And then the mother, are you like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. You know, what? I'm actually feeling a lot better since going therapy. And she's like, oh. And I was like, yeah. yeah let me give you the number. Just <laughs> as I, I'm not saying you have to go, but just because I really feel yeah. like everyone should go to therapy. Yeah. It doesn't mean you've got like shit to like you need to deal with. It's just it's good to like know more about yourself. Yeah. Um, be self aware about like weaknesses that you have yeah um as well as strengths as well yeah um it's just good to like self-reflect essentially therapy i think yes it's been like over a year now i think it's been yeah i think we both started around similar time yeah and um it's the best decision i ever made in my life for me because the the growth that i have done is more than what i've done in 10 years Mm. like it's like like a year ago me would have never been able to have this conversation yeah would have never been like oh yeah i can have a podcast i can do this Mm. but having someone to talk to talk your problems out and that was my issue is i internalized everything Mm. so imagine that's like 25 years worth of stuff now i'm like expressing it so it was it was a lot at first. I walked away from my first session thinking my therapist my therapist must think I'm crazy. Like I'm just like because like everything's yeah. just pouring out. She's thinking what is wrong with this woman? But see, I was the opposite. I was so quiet, and then my therapist was just like, um, "Tanya, <laughs> this can only work if you talk." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm just like, "Yeah, you're waffling. You're not actually talking about the real thing." Because <laughs> I'm the type of I like to brush things under the well previously. I like to brush stuff under the carpet and just pretend yeah. until like the carpet's completely lifted off the floor. But like, oh no, no, it's fine. Yeah, step yeah, over yeah. it. Um, but also I was gonna say as well, like, I feel um, a lot of people deal with like a lot of like mental mm-hmm. health. This is like a trigger warning. Like, if you do, yeah, have any um, mental health issues. Yeah. Um, the one th- I was actually gonna say something about that is um, something my therapist actually said to me is one of the reasons why people experience it's not all mental illnesses but i guess specifically like depression and anxiety is there's two versions of you there's the real you and then there's the version that everybody else sees and you develop those issues when those two sides start separating from each other Mm. so it it which makes sense when anxiety is is very much very much you're, you're unaware what's going on you're you're confused you're upset you're it's it's very future things things you can't you can't um predict this uncertainty depression is is sometimes can be like you don't know who you are you're upset you're sad you just don't know you can't explain why you're in this feel lost almost yeah you feel lost and that's like in my head i visualized it as like my two faces like slowly just like parting away from Mm. each other and I think that is a big thing, like people to try and if they can reflect to themselves and be like, Am yeah. I feeling lost? Am I maybe I 
I feel lost. I'm not feeling myself. I need to go and maybe mm. just get help. Cause, I also you know. feel like this might be very, very controversial, but I feel like I see it a lot on like TikTok people kind of self-diagnosing themselves with like anxiety or depression or OCD. Mm. I feel like because I've got like a lot of younger cousins and stuff as well. And if they say like, oh, like I might have anxiety or da 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 da. Yeah. It's one, it's not a trend to have yeah. a mental illness. It's yeah. a really serious thing. Mm-hmm. And also you might not be, you might not have anxiety, but you might be feeling anxious yeah. or you might be feeling depressed and down, yeah. which are perfectly like, I wouldn't say they're normal feelings, but it's okay to yeah. have, moments of feeling yeah. anxious or depressed but yeah. you can't confuse it with saying oh i have anxiety or i have a depression yeah um but i was gonna say because mm. i'm quite a um i guess an anxious person mm-hmm. i feel like only like my really really close friends know know that i'm like an anxious person yeah but i feel like from an outside perspective you've never yeah you wouldn't really like sense that yeah. from me mm-hmm. but there's something that i learned um Obviously, like, I'm not a professional. Just, uh, <laughs> We're not professionals. Yeah. Disclaimer. But I learned this technique, and it's called, like, EFT. Mm-hmm. It's called EFT tapping. Basically, it's like you're trying to create, like, a balance in energy mm-hmm. around your body. So, basically, you focus on, like, certain energy, like, hot spots to kind of, like, restore that balance. Mm-hmm. Because, basically, they're basically the way they describe it, that you have like a full like you have an energy like all over your body and it needs to be balanced like throughout your whole yeah body and sometimes when you feel anxious or depressed there's like an imbalance in the body yeah so you basically like tap like you literally tap into like certain like hotspot yeah. energies like your forehead your temple yeah your chin but then you're actually speaking out all the thing that is making you anxious yeah. and sometimes i'll do it with my therapist and it's mad like you're doing it and sometimes like you're saying words out and i'm like uh, did I just say that? <laughs> it is so strange. Obviously, like yeah. you have to guys do your research and stuff. Like you know, yeah. what? I put it on. Like I put a link actually on the socials, so I found like a really good um yeah like resource for it. It's good. It's a good technique. Uh, yeah. Um, to to um to have. I yeah. My therapist says something similar like that, but mine was more kind of like it's more if you're having an anxiety attack, it's more like uh she says it to me and i think even when she says it she gets confused she's like <laughs> think of like things you can hear but it was like numbers i don't know if it was like five things you can is it like you go through all your senses yeah right? yeah something you can smell what you can hear what you can touch what you can taste mm. to center yourself um and it's a good way to take yourself out of the chaos because i think if you've ever experienced an anxiety attack it can literally feel like you like it's the end like you're mm. not gonna able to I've heard people it. describe it like things are closing in on you. Yeah, I've I've had one. I've I've had a few, but mm. when it happens, I literally feel like everything is closing in. Like yeah. someone is like trying to strangle me. That sounds awful. Um, you feel out of control, like your body. So that you're saying how like your energy is off. That's complete shit. Yeah. I don't even sometimes feel like I'm in my own body. Like something is like taking over me. So yeah, um, it's a good way for me to try and be like myself out of the chaos get myself out yeah. of the chaos like bring myself back in and i think it's not taught enough to people where you don't have to be a person that has to be diagnosed with having an anxiety disorder people can have anxiety attacks just because they're feeling very very anxious or they've got built up whatever 
Um, but it's just something to to keep in your back pocket when you are in a position, mm. especially people. I think also who have like social anxiety is a big one. Where you I think that's kind a really common. I think so since, common. I think after like the whole thing of lockdown, I think people must have got it even more way worse. Yeah, or even then became aware that they actually maybe always had it, but lockdown made it like. Yeah, I think yeah. Th- I think too fair. If you've already like recognized. I don't want to say a problem because I don't feel like, I don't feel like it is a problem. If you recognize like some like that thing that's bothering you, yeah, that anxious feeling or mm-hmm. whatever, you just recognizing it alone is like one step up. Yeah, that's already like you've really you've really like won like a point essentially. Yeah, but it's just learning like where to get help from, what resources to use. Yeah, um, I think we'll link some in our um, socials as well. Yeah, and like Headspace is like phenomenal. There's mm. another one called, I think it's called Calm. That one's free as well, which is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I think um, sometimes just talking, journaling. Oh, journaling. Voice. Yeah. If you're not a person who likes to write all the time, sometimes do voice notes. Just get your feelings out there. Um, do what you can to let it out because keeping in, honestly, it just makes things so much worse. The in- internalizing your anxiety, your feelings, or anything like that, it will then build up to a point where you're going to explode, and then people and yourself are going to be like, "What the hell?" Is-? You're going to feel yeah. out of control, like really out of control, and you don't, mm. you don't really want to get to that point. So, it's just, yeah, sometimes just having a talk with someone, someone yeah, you trust, that is true, or someone who's not judgmental, and you're like, you know, what? I'm just not feeling myself. Yeah, today. I think I think that's why a lot of people struggle, you know, to open up. I feel like it's. It's, I think we're just, we're very lucky that we have, like... Each other, yeah. Yeah, that are very, like, we're very open-minded people. Yeah. Like, I get to tell Damar, like, a wild story. Yeah. And Damar will sit there with a straight face sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, like, are you not, like, worried about what I say? She's like, no. Like, she's, like, so open and, like, non-judgmental and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Which is why I think you can have a healthy communication. Yeah. But if you can't have that, like, that's why I feel like a therapist would be... Ideal, and I know it's expensive. Yeah, but there are free ones, yeah. like through NHS. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like ones that are online that are yeah. like significantly cheaper. Yeah. So I think we'll like list them as well. Yeah, we are. But, but yeah, thanks for sharing that with us too. Yeah, that was you too. Yeah. That was deep. <laughs> we yeah. always do this. So we get did, so deep. So let's go something more yeah. lighthearted. Yes. Your yes, weekly yes. feel. Weekly, weekly bills. Who wants to go first? I feel like mine's not as great today. Okay, so you want me to go first? I feel like, (laughs) yeah, go on. Are you sure? Oh, no, I don't know. You go first, go on. Okay, so mine is a show Mm. that I actually, listen, I hanged up my binge watching days um, not a long time ago, but a few years ago. I was like, I'm not doing this really anymore it's not healthy for me um but this particular show i had to and you know what i came across the show on tiktok don't ask like i don't even know why my algorithm was even showing me this but i kept seeing loads of people crying about this show i was like i'm really trying to guess it and i can't guess it they're like oh my god this is the saddest thing ever but like it's so beautiful at the same time and people are like crying like snot crying i said oh them ones i've got to see what this is now so it's a limited series called From Scratch. And it has Zoe Zaldana. I don't remember the guy's name. 
Um, and it's it's actually a true story, which makes it even more sad. Is this on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Prime. Okay. Yeah. Netflix. Um, and it's basically it's a love story of a. Um, Can't give too much away because I want to watch it now. It's I'm not gonna give too much away. I'm just gonna be like it's a love story about um, as they say African American woman and an Italian man. They fall in love in Italy, and um, you know they it's basically their life story, and it is. I'm telling you, at the end, I cr- I cried from episode, I want to say episode four until the end. There's eight episodes. Why? I cried the whole, no, I cried the whole way through to the point where my eyes were so puffy afterwards. My nose was blocked for the rest of the night. I was there trying to decongest <laughs> my nose. And I was like, I have not cried like this in a very long time. Like, I was weeping. I was, it was so sad. And I'm a person like, I'm a cancer, so I, I can get quite emotional and I can really connect to TV shows and films, which is I think why I love it. But that one really, that hit me hard. And I was like, it's not even my fucking story. Why, <laughs> why, why am I hit so hard by it? And I was like, nah, not these people crying. I'm thinking that's not that deep. And I was like, me i'm actually the snot is coming from my nose as well oh my god them ones i'm already in a very emotional person <laughs> i'm so emotional so i know i'm gonna be um, crying already but i would suggest to watch it because it is a beautiful love story like if love is not like that i don't want it oh <laughs> it's one of those i just um, love love yeah. i'm so cheesy like that i really do <laughs> but yeah that's my weekly film um mine is i'm actually weeks i'm actually gonna put that in my list yeah I've actually got so many new shows now to watch on Netflix. Yeah. Excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mine's... I've got two... Okay, it's a product. Okay, go on. I've got two... Can I give two products? Is that, oh, is that cheating? Ahead. Do what you want to okay. do. Um, okay, one of them... So, basically, long story short, um, I went to Croatia and basically, like, my lips got burnt, like, sunburnt. Mm. This is like a common thing that keeps reoccurring. So I need to buy SPF like lip balm. Yeah. But basically, my lips are actually like, this is disgusting, guys. Don't judge me. It's a safe space. Don't judge me. <laughs> they're literally cracked and they're peeling. Like they actually look. I can see them not looking at them. I'm trying to I'm analyze not, them. I'm they're not really at your bad. Lips. They're really bad. <laughs> they're really bad. So um, I got this new product. It's called the um, it's by Clarins, and it's like a lip. It's like a lip oil. Okay. And it is so lush. The, is it the Dofa applicator? Oh my God, not me. That trying to sound like a YouTuber. I don't even know. I think it's called <laughs> the, okay, the applicator of it. Okay. It's so nice. Yeah. And it comes in like different shades. Like, they're quite subtle. Yeah. But I got the one in Blackberry. Oh, it's like a nice like purpley color, but not too. Yeah. It's not too in your face, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's one. And then the second one. Oh my gosh, guys. I never thought I'd be like a TikTok shopper. <laughs> I never thought I'd buy stuff from TikTok. I always told myself I'm not going to do that. Oh, they got some good deals on that. Yeah. So I got so basically I've been on the hunt for like um like a brow gel. Yeah. Because I've really got quite I got relatively thick eyebrows. So yeah. sometimes I don't want to fill them in. I just want to like brush through them so they look a little bit neat. Yeah. And oh my god, I came across one and it's called like the pink honey glue okay it's like it's so cute it's in like a little pot that looks like a little honey Aww. oh i think i've seen and that, it's got actually. like it's got the spoonie looks like a little like 
the, the thingy, yeah. The, what is that even called? I don't, I don't know, know, but I actually know that that thing actually stops the honey from running. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, I don't know what that thing is called. I don't know. We don't oh know. My gosh. The, the, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I ho- <laughs> hopefully you guys do. But yeah, honestly, I tried today for the first time. Yeah. Uh, my, my brows my brows are like not moving. Like there's they're, they're solid. They're in place. Because <laughs> you know when you see stuff on TikTok, you're like, mm, this is a hype. Maybe it's an ad, so they're getting paid for it. But now this stuff... <laughs> is really really good yeah highly highly recommend okay but yeah okay yeah yeah i love that i love that for you thank you thank you <laughs> um okay i feel like this was quite well, yeah. a long one it is um, um so thank you for still here to the end yeah today was a it was a deep one but you know what? it was it was needed like you know we can get deep yeah so and then silly as well as so well. so yeah um good mix yeah, but that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, we're going to so, love you and leave you guys. Yeah, so.